Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Tao podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Sean Finn, SVP of Global Sales at Avanara is here as a guest today to discuss a few top of mind sales best practices and insights based on how every B2B team today is currently struggling with common challenges related to a downfall to lowering budgets as well as uh, finding it difficult and complicated to navigate a very tough marketplace so sean it's exciting to speak with you today this is the time for sales leaders b2b sales teams as well as everyone in sales ops to go back to the drawing board if you may and you know figure out newer ways creative ways innovative ways to sort of still cut through the noise and ensure that their brands are still able to achieve some semblance of ROI despite what is happening out there. So it's an interesting conversation to have today in terms of sales and sales best practices. Before we dive in, we'd love it if you can tell us a little bit about yourself, more about your role at Avanara, and of course, what inspires you most about being in sales. Well, thank you, Paroma, and I'm really happy to be here and part of the podcast. Um, as you said, I'm I'm Sean Flynn. I'm uh, I'm a Guatemalan Irishman. There's not a lot of us running around. Uh, so uh, I'm the SVP of, of Global Sales. Um, give you a little bit of a thumbnail sketch on my background. A long time ago, I went to West Point. I was at the United States Military Academy. I graduated. I served as an armor officer. I was a, a tank commander for years. And when I got out of the military, I was fortunate enough to make my way to, to IBM. Spent 15 years at IBM, started as an individual contributor, as a seller, and ended up leading global sales teams. I went to 37 countries, you know, had billion dollar responsibilities and and then I left. Um, I did two startups, uh, one as CEO and one as CRO before I got introduced to Avalara. I've been incredibly happy to be part of Avalara. It's, uh, to give you a, a little bit of context, Avalara is the leading global compliance technology company. We have 30,000 customers in 90 countries. We have over 1,200 integrations with partners like BigCommerce and Amazon and PayPal. And to give you a sense of what we do on a day-to-day basis, if you're doing business in the U.S. and you're paying sales tax, it's it's most likely on an Avalara platform. We do over 39 billion Avatax API calls every year. In terms of what drew me into sales and and some of how I think about the the day to day, I like competition. I've I've always been somebody that you know whether it was team sports or in the military, I always wanted to know where I stood and figure out the where I was on the scoreboard. I find sales endlessly interesting. There's always something new. There's always a challenge to overcome, and I think of it as brain candy. And I love being part of something bigger than myself if I can try to do the thing that has the most value for the most people. So those are things that really drew me into to the sales domain. Then it's a very interesting domain to be in as well, given all the sales tech innovations, as well as the constant changes in terms of how to do what to do to drive, uh, you know, sales goals faster. So it's a rapidly evolving marketplace. So fast forward to as of today, when it comes to a couple of core sales best practices that you as a sales leader do follow and you feel that more sales leaders should be pursuing, especially given the tough market conditions, what are some of them that you'd like to highlight? Yeah, I think we're all dealing with headwinds uh, in the market as it stands. And and anytime you're dealing with adversity, there's a couple of things that I, I try to keep in mind. The first is when you put yourself in, in your customer's shoes. Oftentimes, sellers will approach things and it's very easy to look at things inside out. 
it's very easy to think about, well, okay, I've been trained to solve a problem where, you know, I'm helping the customer understand the fear of missing out, right? And I have this solution, it's going to help you. Here's what the status quo is. Here's how I'm going to improve. And that may not be enough to get a customer to move in this environment. It, it may be less attractive, maybe a higher bar. And I think you have to understand the fear of missing out, but also help them through the fear of miss, messing up, help them through what they have on the line, what their drivers are, what is going to move the needle internally and really do a good discovery process, really understand where your customers are coming from. I also think at the rate and pace of change right now, the idea that you're going to have all of the information at your command and and fully understand things and it's not going to change it that just that's a very 2000 you know type of way of looking at it and so it's that ability to take data in and really kind of learn and i think of it as pattern recognition and the last thing i think of um it's very easy to get spread very thin, particularly in adverse environments you want to get involved you want to drive things it's important to narrow the focus up the quality and improve the speed. And while in the midst of all of that, there's obviously certain types of sales tech as well as sales strategies that you've often relied on as a leader. And you know, those that you would swear by, although these kind of elements, they don't, you, you can't really use the same framework from one company to the next. It definitely depends on a lot of other factors like budgets as well as current challenges or current goals as well as near term goals and you know, a lot of different factors come into play here. So as a sales leader, what are some of the sales tech that has often featured as part of your must-have list? And when it comes to driving, you know, this alignment between strategy and sales tech and sales ops, what are the couple of uh, pointers that you keep in mind to ensure that everything is balanced among your team? Well, from a sales technology standpoint, I'm a big fan of Gong. And I'm not a paid endorser of Gong, but I think the ability to understand what your sellers are doing in front of the customer and how they're communicating and how customers are responding to it, it's a lot like watching from a professional athlete standpoint and watching your performance on the field and understanding what works, what doesn't work, and, and how do you get better. And you really can kind of instill that mindset in people around, here's what worked and here's how we can get better. And if you can just get that mindset of how you can be 1% better every day, Gong's a fantastic tool to do that with. So, you know, if there's one piece of technology I would recommend, and of course, it's like anything, there's what you do and how you do it, it would be with Gong. Absolutely. And uh, given given the way sales is moving today and given how there's been, you know, a drastic shift in B2B sales in terms of how it used to be done, what expectations customers have today, what sales reps are meant to do in this in the B2B domain so that they can not just create this whole salesy model for their product or their brand, but create a more relevant customer-centric journey. So, you know, there's a lot that's changing in B2B sales and there's a lot more that's going to change in terms of how teams function, in terms of how they're going to be structured, in terms of what sales tech will come in the fore. So given how things are today, if you could change five things about the state of B2B sales, just uh, so that it aligns more with future trends, what would those five things be? And that's not to ignore change because, you know, you, you can rage against the tide and the tide's still coming in. But the thing that you can control is how you respond. And so I try to think of it more around what is within my control that I can work on with my team. And my approach has, has been going back to my military days, this idea of mission first and people always. And, and you can do both. It's not binary. 
from a mission standpoint, like a business standpoint, I think you have to be very intentional about where you're going and know your ideal customer profile. It's really easy, as I said earlier, to get peanut butter, know what you're aiming at, what you're messaging in, think of it as market back and train your sellers to go in. I, let, I, I talk to them often about this idea of being 10X prepared. That doesn't mean you show up and throw up and you, you just share a lot of data. It means you're prepared and in the conversation, if you're listening and you're having a back and forth with the customer, what really impresses, what really gets traction is oftentimes not the first answer, it's the second answer and the third answer. And I really try to spend time with the team on you know, how to do that discovery, get the customer comfortable. Sometimes you have to admit where there's weakness that'll improve your agency in, in front of the customer. And if nothing else, spend time with your business partners because they're gonna tell you the truth on, on what's going out there. So that's on the business side. From a people side, I think strategy without empathy is wasted. You have to understand a day in the life of the seller and what they're dealing with. You have to remove those roadblocks to help them be more productive. You'll get more out of them. You have to over-communicate and spend time telling them what the priorities are so they know where they're spending their time, but also what they have permitted to say no to. And you have to be consistent. I'm a big believer that if you're consistent, it takes seven times to make a habit. And if you you know, continue to say something, continue to repeat it, eventually you'll start to hear it coming back to you as a sales leader. And that's when you know the message has been absorbed. And then people will be ahead of you. And they'll be ahead of you in the market. And then you know, that's how you really get the flywheel rolling. And trust your people on the ground. And if nothing else, be tenacious. Because I can't tell you how many times I faced a problem, didn't know how I was going to solve it. But I don't know. We'll figure it out. Let's keep at it. Absolutely, Sean. I think this was a very interesting and crisp conversation of what salespeople can do to better perform and improve their future ROI. And of course, there's so much more where that came from, and we'll definitely have you back again soon. But in the meantime, we wish you and your sales team at Avalara all the very best until the next conversation. Yeah, thank you, Parama. And we're, we're growing um, by leaps and bounds at, at Avalara. So if you're interested, come take a look at the website or reach out to me directly. We're, we're growing and always looking for great talent. Thank you so much, Sean, for this amazing conversation today.